Hello and welcome to Cancer Crap, the real life experiences of cancer. There'll be tips, advice and general crap to help us all cope with this horrible disease. On this week's episode, food, drink and cancer. Now I absolutely bloody love food. Honestly, I cannot tell you how much I enjoy a massive bag of fish and chips, steak and chips, pizza, curry, Chinese. How can you have a favorite food when so many are so delicious? And yet, the nice ones, the good ones, they're bad for you. And we all know this as well. So I'm gonna talk about how not only have I had many aspects of my life taken away because of cancer, but also my food choices have now been affected. It's taken the mickey. And there's all these wonderful anti-cancer diets, the Budvig, the Rainbow Diet, the Keto Diet, and thankfully I won't be going into much detail of any of them. I'm just going to talk about my journey, my relationship with food. Some of them might be similar to you. And hopefully it'll give you some inspiration without being too preachy to just change it a little bit to make your life with cancer a little bit better. So I was uh, newly diagnosed and I had to leave my job and uh, you get treatment that makes you feel ill. Thanks, chemo. And, um, And then other things get taken away, like the feeling of bang, it's Friday. Let's go out for a beer, lads. So we go to the pub after work. Yeah, let's go for a beer. I just get home, meet my friends, go out Friday night. Or maybe I'm not up for that. Maybe I'm going to grab a couple of bottles of wine, sit on the sofa, light the fire, order in a Chinese, or maybe cook that steak that I've uh, got previously. And uh, cancer comes along and takes all of that away. And that is really crap. Um, and that's, you know... It's something that dawns on you slowly. It's a secondary thought, obviously. Oh my God, I might die is the uh, is the first thought. But um, but then these things really niggle you at you. Um, but then after a few weeks, um, I get a bit of fight in me, and I decide right, what can I do? I am not I'm not succumbing to this disease. What can I do? So I start googling things, googling healthy diets, uh, find out a few people on Instagram who are who are battling the disease as well. See what they're doing. Get a few books, uh, start reading a few books. I read quite a few books at the end. Uh, got a nutritionist and went to see my nutritionist as well. And uh, then followed up with a number of consultations about how I could change my diet. And uh, in a nutshell, with my diet for two and a half years, I did really well. And for somebody who bloody loves their food, um, I was juicing. I tried the rainbow diet. I was vegan for a while. Um, but all just generally being very healthy, eating vegetables at all times more than I normally would. Um, and generally, yeah, being, being really good. The nutritionist giving me lots of good advice. And I remember being particularly praised, which I love, uh, love, love, love a little badge of honor me. I've been told I'm a good, good lad. Um, being praised by my nutritionist of how well I was doing. Um, and I think... At that time as well, I was doing lots of other things and it seemed to show in the way I responded to chemotherapy. I may have mentioned before, but the first round of chemotherapy didn't affect my lung nodules. Then the second round, um, they started to shrink on them. And why was that? Was it because of the diet and the fact that I was giving it a go? Um, But after two and a half years of eating well, there's still that niggling thought of, oh, it's not fair. Why can't I eat that pizza? Why can't I have bread? Why can't I have a bit of chocolate? 
And um, and these thoughts would come along, even though now and again I would fall off the wagon and have pizza. But you're just still a bit woe is me. And then so sometimes you'd be like, right, okay, I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the pizza. I'm gonna go out with my mates and get drunk. Why why wouldn't I? And you always I feel like I've spoke to other cancer patients with this always that battle or that balancing act even of should I go down the Zenith Hell route where I am eating vegetables, juicing and meditating, or do I enjoy myself with the time that I potentially have left? And that is such a difficult choice that you're, you're always trying to balance because that's those are the thoughts that come into your head, for me, when you're eating healthily. Oh, but is this could all be a waste of time and I'm not living my life? Especially when it comes to booze because a lot of social situations are revolved around a drink. So it's very difficult to decide what to do but after two and a half years of being good um i not on purpose what um kind of fell off the wagon for a long time i went on holiday to spain i went for three weeks we had a caravan we had a great time um drinking every day on the holiday why not i've you know i've been through a lot of treatment at this time and family are going to support you with that as well mine did um why not you know you you deserve to have a good time you do um so doing that, eating what I want in Spain for three weeks, and then you come home, and then I'm like right back on the diet. And it just never really got going. I would see my nutritionist and then not act on things and still have these thoughts of not wanting to or thinking it's not fair. And then Christmas come along. I had a very good Christmas last year to the point, um, yeah, walking into walls, that much to drink. That That's not a good look. But um, but I did have a good Christmas. I didn't have a great Boxing Day though. By the way, that kind of yeah, I wasn't. I couldn't function until at least four o'clock the next day. But I, you know, I was absolutely hammered. And I, I do love. I love a good drink. I love loads of food. But then following that Christmas, so we've got Spain the holiday. We've got Christmas, and then the next year, keeping going, still doing what I wanted. Really, the diet always starting Monday. Carrying on for a year, um, till I come round to the holiday season again. And by this time, you know, I didn't realise until a couple of months ago, but I probably put on about three stone in a year, um, which is unreal. Um, I'm not going to give exact figures, but it's not, it wasn't good. And by that time, though, after a year of doing more or less what I wanted, you'd think, or you might may conclude that, well, at least you're having a good time, and at least you were happy, but. Yes, I was, and I did have good times, and I was generally happy, but then there's that other creeping thought. So as opposed to, um, it's not fair, why can't I eat what I want? I'm eating what I want, but then the thought is, yeah, but you're putting weight on. I'm putting weight on, and I'm feeding the cancer, because I'm eating sugar, and I know sugar's not good for cancer, um, and I'm putting weight on. That's not good for inflammation in my body. So all the little bits of research that I've done in the two and a half years before are starting to hit me in the back of the mind. And also guilty things such as, well, you're not doing anything. You know that chemo is going to stop working. So what are you doing to try and beat cancer? And then the actual, ex- uh, when I tried to walk places, it wasn't as easy as as it was a year ago because... I'd done. I've been quite sedentary because we had a hot summer this year, um, so didn't exercise much then. Didn't exercise on holiday. We went on a lot of holidays last year as well, which is another reason for the diet going going out the window. So, yeah, we went to uh, Disneyland Paris. I went to Ibiza with the lads. I went 
Brews to see my mate for a few days, a lot of beer there. Um, so Greece, Spain, and this is all in a year. So we did go for it. I went to have a good time, but there's too much of a good thing. And I think we all know that. And with cancer, there's definitely some guilty feelings that I went through. So two thoughts, the negative thoughts both time. It isn't fair when you're doing well. And then when you uh, when you fell off the wagon doing what you want, you're thinking... Oh, but you could be doing better. It's not It's not good enough. And I didn't feel great, um, as I say, with my exercise. Just it, things were more difficult to do. There's no way I could have cycled as much as I used to be able to. So um, what's the right way? What's the right way forward? And I think it's always going to be individual. Myself now, the situation is that, well, I've kind of decided that I can't be eating what I want all the time because I'm just not as happy if I'm choosing to be sedentary and gluttonous um, which is basically what it what it is then I am not giving myself as much hope or any hope whatsoever to get better from cancer because I've never really accepted the terminal diagnosis so I still don't I'm not not happy to say well I'm going to enjoy you know the you know, this is the amount of time I've got left. I want to change my diet, my lifestyle to give me hope that one day I can make a full recovery. And that 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 might be your aim or your aim might be that you just want to eat a bit more veg. You just want to um, feel slightly better or it's, it's very difficult. Um, I think there's enough pressure with people who've been diagnosed with cancer to start banging on about certain diets or certain ways that they should be living their life. Um, and that's fair enough. And But I think on the other side of the coin, I think there's definitely emerging evidence um, to say that diet is playing a massive role in not only everyone's life, but in particular people with cancer. And there are things that I discussed with oncologists four years ago um, and generally... It's dismissed, nutrition was four years ago. Conversations that I'm having now are certainly not being dismissed. Um, Even talk of trials of ketogenic diets um, with my oncologist. And this is really promising. So it's definitely something to give thought to. And as I say, for me, it's almost like... um, Planning and eating of food is like a manifestation of me getting better because at the minute, um, my personal situation is that they say chemotherapy isn't working um, and the other treatment options are limited and not looking great. But the positives are I am feeling great. I am active. I'm doing exercise and I'm, you know, I'm really giving the diet a good go and going proper therapeutic ketogenic which I might do a full podcast on later but this isn't for that this is just about giving a little bit of advice of what perhaps you could do so I've talked about my journey oh lovely phrase we all love the phrase journey don't we some people are starting to use path as well just to kind of not sound so cliche um you know what I mean so everyday changes that you can make are gradual I think, and try not to beat yourself up too much that you should be eating a certain way because you've got to be kind to yourself. At the end of the day, you are going through enough. Um, But conversely, on the other side, always be thinking what can you do and what are you willing to do and 
plan again like with chemotherapy in an early episode pl- plan a little bit what you're going to eat to make yourself feel the best that you can a little quote from christopher reeves aka superman when you choose hope anything is possible but what are you going to choose to do because you can't just blindly think I really hope that I'm going to get better I think we need to have some sort of little plan and for me these podcasts are all to help other people and I think it's really daunting to say changing your diet or even researching having to read books Um, you may not be into Instagram I'm not particularly can't stand when I get caught scrolling on social media but I'll be doing as much as I can of that to promote this but what are you going to do? So my tips for somebody on cancer with diet um, and drink as well is, first of all, um, you know, pot kettle black or whatever the saying is, drink and alcohol. Just It's generally, generally not worth it. And now I am such a hypocrite because I'm planning on having a good old drink again this Christmas. Not to the point that I'm walking into walls, but at least I'm going to go out with my friends and have a few beers. Um, But having been off it for eight weeks, I've lost quite a lot of weight. I'm feeling good. I've got so much more energy than what I did when I was on holiday in Greece and Spain, which were the, the latter holidays of the year. Felt like absolute rubbish. And mentally, I'm in a better place. Now, this just could be me. I don't really, I love booze, but I really don't respond to it well. When I was younger, my my face, when I was 18, 20s, my mates used to call it bloaty head syndrome because my face used to blow up after a good session on the beer. We were we were heavy drinkers. Um, so it's not affected me well. So just give trying to cut it out for as long as you can. Even you start with a sponsored month and then try and carry on for a bit. But still now, I mean, I'm, I can't preach because I'll be back on it at Christmas and then I'm straight off it. Um, but you have to watch that with food and drink, don't you? For me, if I was to say, oh, you know what, I'm just going to break it. I'm going to have one drink before the 22nd of December. It's about a month before that now. Um, but by the time this goes out, it might be after December. We'll see. Um, but... That one drink leads to the next night. Well, I had one last night, so I'll have another one. So you've got to watch that. So what else can you do other than quitting the booze on cancer, which is another thing taken away and why should it? So you get a bit of your arse in your hands about that, if you like me. Um, eat plenty of veg. Um, I'm talking, you know, lunchtime and dinner. You can easily stick in a, a salad or two or a bit more veg. I, I have roast potatoes. No, I don't know. Well, I'm not having roast potatoes. I'm having a load of veg with my roast dinners at the minute, cutting the potatoes out because I'm keto. Um, Soups are a great, easy way to get more veg in. I did buy a juicer. That was great, and I stuck at it for a year. But to be honest, it's a pain in the arse. If you've got to cut up veg and juice it all, plus chop up your veg for your soup or your lunch, um, and then, again, at lunch, dinner time, that can really get on your nerves. You're chopping veg all day. Not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm getting there now. And I'm getting there now by bulk preparing my food. So I'm preparing soups and then freezing half and then having those for the rest of the day. Um, and then planning my meals and make if I make half, again, freezing it. So bulk preparing and planning my food is really helps with being healthy. Um, so that's something else that you can do. Um, I think staying hydrated during chemo which we covered in the earlier episode, and as for drinks because you can't drink alcohol, 
Um, for me, I just kind of stick at sparkling water and that generally does me. But then I have little treats that I shouldn't like, Diet Coke. That's not going to wreck my ketogenic diet, but, you know, with things like aspartame. And God knows what in Diet Coke. It can't be great for you, can it? But have a look at what else you can have. There's some good non-alcoholic spirits and beers, which I wouldn't recommend. I think they're bloody disgusting and a complete waste of time, but maybe that's your way forward. Um so yeah, plenty of veg. Um, even look at cutting some of the meat out. That's not as hard as I would think. I mean, my my WhatsApp picture is me with a tomahawk steak bone in my mouth, which was what I was eating in America a few months before I was diagnosed. Um, and I still eat steak, but I try and focus on meats that are grass fed, grass fed and organic. So grass fed beef um, and organic meats as well. Can't preach to something that I'm not doing all the time though. I bought an organic chicken yesterday for bloody £18. Um, I'm going to use that within an inch of its life. But before that, I've been buying the cheapest wings from uh, Aldi, and they're just as tasty. But trying to eat organic, and because I bought this £18 chicken, um, to make that not be such a hard hit, I'll be making a roast dinner out of the crown and cutting the legs and the wings off, and they'll be separate meals. Um, when I've cooked that, do you call it a crown? chicken crown i have no idea it's nearly christmas i'm calling it a chicken crown chicken body um after i've roasted that we'll have that me and my daughter will for the din dinner then she can have it on her sandwiches possibly there might be some left so then i might make that into a little chicken soup with a lot of green veg in there i might chuck a bit of turmeric in there a bit of garlic all healing food so i'll kind of make up my own my own soup that's healing and then the, uh, the carcass of the chicken, I'll be making a, a chicken broth. And because it's organic, so that's, you know, we're, we're making the most of, our, of everything that's organic. And I've just made a cauliflower soup, again, with turmeric in and a bit of chilli. And for that, I kind of, it's organic. There's nothing wrong with a stalk, so I chop that up, blend it up. You don't even know it's in there. So it makes that soup go a bit further, even though, because that cauliflower is organic, it was a bit more expensive. Only a bit, though, because I saw a little yellow sticker on there, which is another thing. And, um, again, if you're planning your foods, you chuck less away, don't you? So you chuck in less of that veg away. If you're not a cook, then all I can say is um, try, because you're probably going to be stuck at home a lot more than everybody else. And if you really can't give it a go, I'm sure there's someone else who would love to help you out. Um I think there's a, a lady called Sophie Savage who wrote The Cancer Whisperer, who I'll talk about in a podcast a lot further down the line. Um, but she talks about making a list of how people could help you and then just sending that out because at the end of the day, people really do want to help. And that's something that I found uh, when I, since having cancer that a lot of people do want to help and the people, people will help. Uh, but sometimes they just don't know how to do that. So those are the things that I could say um, about food um, to help yourself. Get yourself on a decent olive oil as well, extra virgin, single sourced. I'm well into my olive oil at the minute and trying to get as much of that down me as I can. It's anti-inflammatory. Uh, so stick that on your salads as well. Don't be scared of fat. Um, but I don't want to go too much into diets, but another one... Uh, that he's talked about a lot is the rainbow diet so you don't need to go researching things just try and eat veg that's different colored that's it use your initiative don't kid yourself um 
you know that something's healthy when it's not stay away from processed foods stay away from anything that's you know that's been made been made really like a, a biscuit's obviously processed a sausage is obviously processed although sausages in my head aren't too bad if they're organic and you know they're they're high percentage of meat so maybe a bad example there uh, but do your own research on that it's probably not going to be as good as an organic piece of pork um but yeah stay away from processed foods um ready meals with salt and sugar in that most uh processed ready made food is going to have some sugar in there somewhere that's not you don't need if you made it yourself so try and try and make homemade as you can um if you can cut out a bit of meat that's great but not at the expense of having some processed vegan burger made out of god knows what that's been chucked in there with preservatives because that's not going to be as healthy as a grass-fed beef burger um so my top tips for food and drink uh whilst living with cancer get the veg down you would be number one uh, it's probably the easiest thing that we can do cut out the booze um it's well spoken from a hypocrite right here who's going to have a good drink over christmas but let's try and cut it down a bit as much as we can um, and then you've got to do your own research because I think that's really important because you can kind of take ownership of it and develop your own hope then of what you're trying to achieve. And the places that I would urge you to go to are get these books and have a quick read through. It's Nasha Winters, The Metabolic Approach to Cancer. That's a, a hard read, but it's worth it and got some gems in there. Um, Keto for Cancer by Miriam Calamian. Um I hope I've said that right, but um, there is a help sheet with these references on if you sign up to the mailing list and notes on this podcast as well. Uh, the Longevity Diet by Volta Lungo. Now, you don't have to buy that. You can just Google Volta Lungo or Longo and fasting on chemo. Again, I've not gone into that in any detail on this because it's good that you take ownership of these things and I'll do a later podcast on it. I just don't want to put people off by going into sciencey stuff, which of which I am not as qualified as other people to speak about. So uh, definitely those books are a good starting point or a good place to Google. Um, and then the nutritionist that I used, which sorted out all of my diet and supplements, um, is Embracing Nutrition. So give them a go. It's a lady called Jo Gamble, and she's got a team around her who would be able to help lots of people out. Um, I'm sure um, and that kind of saves you having to do all the reading so if you want to go down that route um, I would definitely recommend embracing nutrition um, and that's not that they've paid me obviously to say anything I just really value what they've they've given me and I haven't I haven't seen Joe for a good year which you know may it's time for me to go back but I've decided to go down my own route of trying to Trying to heal myself as well as looking back at the plans that she she's done for me in the past. So they're my top tips and um, we can all give it a go. Um, thanks very much for listening to me about food. I could just ramble on about it all the time and much to the detriment of my mates who don't want to hear about um, blood glucose roller coasters going up and down or how to find the best extra virgin olive oil i mean I, I, I don't have a job and so here's me researching nutrition and just coming out little nuggets of information and normally half nuggets as well so uh 
bless them, they put up with it anyway. So do your research, um, have a look what you want to change, and I promise you, you will feel a little bit better from eating and drinking better whilst you've got cancer. And who knows, there are many stories out there of people going to complete remission just because of the way they've changed their lifestyle. And this could be, today could be the day that you start and your journey or path to getting a hell of a lot better. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week for a podcast on exercise and cancer. Make sure that you press follow on your, what do you call it, podcast app, be it Spotify or Apple Music. Please, please, please do leave a review. It makes a hell of a lot of difference and more people will get to hear this. Thanks a lot and have a great week. Bye-bye.